Welcome to The Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. This is big. The first thing I want to look at is the biggest this century. I will give you not only what it is, but I will break that down for you. The second thing is the civil unrest that is happening as a result of all of these activities over the past two years. And really, you got to go back in history. We will talk about that and see how this all lines up. Number three to this big change that's been happening right now in the markets. I'll show you everything that you need to know. Let's begin right here by taking a look at central banks on course for the biggest tightening this century. This information comes from Bank of America, but it is something that I have highlighted over and over and over again. Global rate cuts versus global rate hikes. And you can see right now the red area being the global hikes, 263 Global cuts, one. Now, I think that might be China, but anyway, you could just see the ratios, crazy. Comparing that to what we saw back in 2020, where virtually all central banks were actually cutting rates. Now, this is into a slowdown. That's what makes this very different. It's not as if, okay, you know, everything's getting real hot and heavy. We need to slow this down here. It's a normal cycle. This is anything but normal. We are watching this happen right now at an accelerated pace coming off of 2020. Now think, going back to the financial crisis, we were still in emergency measures up until this point. Isn't that crazy? Emergency measures in place after 10 years, more than 10 years, it was crazy, but that's what we were dealing with. And then suddenly 2019 came around and they started to impact the whole global financial markets by pumping in more money than ever before. Wait a second, did he say 2019? No, no, he must have meant 2020. No, because September 17th, 2019 marked a very special day. All of my subscribers who were here around that time know exactly what I'm talking about, and that is the repo crisis. If you look here, the S&P 500 median performance around the first Fed hikes suggests that the market could go up from this point. It's not suggesting at all right now what we're dealing with, that because you have had an increase in the Fed hikes, you know, looking at interest rates going up, that it means the central bank is going to somehow destroy the market instantaneously. It's not how it works. Goldman Sachs, on the other hand, says that the U.S. recession odds are now at 35%. That's in the next two years. Okay, the hard path to a soft landing. Big declines in job workers gap have usually meant recessions. So they do give you, you know, what you need to know in relation to that. It, to me, it doesn't matter. I don't look at this type of stuff to be able to debate whether that's going to happen or not. We don't know. We really don't know. But we can see the writing on the wall and have to decide for ourselves. We don't need to listen to Goldman Sachs. We don't need to listen to JP or Bank of America. 11 out of 14 tightening cycles in the U.S. were followed by a recession within two years. But only eight of them can even partially be attributed to Fed tightening soft or soft-ish landings have been more common recently. I would completely and entirely disagree, but that's a comment for a different day. 
Fed's Bullard says that 75 basis point hike could be an option if needed. So now Bullard's going even further. He was talking about a 25 basis point hike, then a 50 basis point, and now a 75 basis point. Now he's saying specifically, just to make it clear, just to make it known that, you know, this is not likely to happen. But if it were to be needed, 75 basis points. We're talking about 0.75%. I think they do this so that the market starts to think, hey, maybe it's possible a 75 basis point. And then when they give it 50, it's kind of a little bit easier. Just like what they did suggesting there would be a 50 basis point, the market got 25, it was all happy. We'll see what happens. US home buying are getting dis home buyers are getting discouraged by rising rates and prices. It isn't making, you know, the markets crash down. But it is starting to suggest to individuals that okay, you aren't getting the same deal that you were getting before. So now it's not as much of the euphoria. And that's good. You want to see that. You want to see the froth coming out of those markets. Doubtful homebuyers, the likelihood of buying a house in the U.S. dropped to the lowest level since 2014. Average probability of buying a home. We will see, though. 60.7. All of this means nothing until you look at it, you know, in, in the, let's say, we'll see what happens basically through the spring. Spring is the real key indicator. Alrighty. Now, I'm looking around the world today, and I'm seeing a lot of civil unrest. Never a good thing. Price of corn hits nine-year high as surge in commodities continues. The contracts for July corn futures were trading above $8 a bushel. That's the highest since September 2012. A, nearly a decade high. Okay, Extreme, extreme to say the least. And you see this right now, corn wheat, I mean, all these different very important commodities, whether you're consuming that commodity or not, is affecting the whole world. And then we have civil unrest, which is brewing. You saw that in what was it, Peru, Sri Lanka, uh, Kazakhstan, I mean, for all different reasons. But look, when people get pushed to the edge, they lose it. Cash-strapped Pakistan uh, cuts power to households on fuel shortage. Almost a fifth of electricity generation capacity is offline. Just, just crazy. Apparently, they can't afford to import more coal and LNG. This is something that I worry about. If you are in Pakistan, let me know. Let me know what's happening. I know I've got people from all over the world. I want to thank you for that. I'm giving you the thumbs up. If I can give you the thumbs up, I certainly would. What about this? Armenia began to buy, uh, excuse me, pay for Russian gas in rubles. Uh-oh, they're about to upset the world. Armenia has begun making payments for Russian gas in rubles. That's according to the Minister of, of, Minister of Economy. So you know, it's not just a rumor. It's not just a suggestion. This is happening. This is what Russia wanted. And we will see if they can actually um continue with this perhaps they are if they're going to be better partners with armenia armenia and russia are going to be better partners than with the u.s then this is what they want this is what they're going to have to deal with and we will see if they start to impose sanctions on armenia as a result 
I wanted to show you this correlation here because as we've had this tension, the civil unrest and all the chaos, you can see the difference between Bitcoin and gold. Gold has steadily risen from December, essentially. I mean, it's even before that, if you want to take it that direction. And then you compare that to Bitcoin, which has not been able to perform as well. Okay, And this is cause for concern for many who had, you know, there's this talk about Bitcoin being an inflation hedge. We had seen no real indication of that, but many had suggested that was the case. Bitcoin looks soft in the era of hard assets to hedge inflation. I want to know what you think. Is Bitcoin, I'm not comparing gold versus Bitcoin in this case here. Do you think that Bitcoin is a hedge against inflation? Yes or no? Put in the comments below. Let's get that conversation going. China's property sector contracts for the third straight quarter. This is not going away. I've talked about Evergrande. People say, oh, Evergrande didn't collapse. You said it was going to collapse. The stock is at Last time I checked, it was at what a dollar sixty-five, one sixty-five, I should say, one sixty-five. Are you kidding me? Is there anything left in it, really? One sixty-five. And when I was talking about that before, it was it was higher. It's gone down since then. The actual property sector grew too far too fast and now you've got to deal with the repercussions leveling up china lockdown intensity in the top 100 cities so you can look at this for yourself the full lockdown the dark section from like before march nothing after march it starts to become an issue and then we've got you know those partial lockdowns which have grown targeted restrictions have grown as well so this no restriction has become very minimal, where that was not the case earlier this year. And this, of course, has an impact, number one, on civil unrest, but the prices and everything is going to affect people. You lock them down, you enter into some issues like we had back in 2020. And then we've got this, China's oil champion prepares Western retreat over sanctions fear. CNOOC is preparing to exit Britain, Canada, and the US. This was actually from a few days ago, but I didn't cover it. And my whole question is, why is a Chinese company, company exiting Britain, Canada, US if China is not going to be sanctioned? I mean, why would they be sanctioned? Unless they intend on breaking some of the rules that the U.S. and these other countries have put in place. Questionable, to say the least, right? All right, really quickly, I want to touch on this. Because if you look at what's happening in the markets, it can be a very good indicator of what's to come. And this specifically being margin debt. This comes from Wall Street. And it's showing us that when we encounter, so the margin debt had just gone crazy and it has now come down. Now, the fact that it has come down, that's excellent. That is fantastic. You don't want to see the excess, but it never does this unless there's a severe problem. 
okay? Margin debt, long-term and annotated, breaking it down, showing us from 1999 up until the present, every time this happens, cause for concern. The percentage drops that have been higher were March 2020, Euro debt crisis in 2011, financial crisis, dot-com crash, okay? But understand how interconnected this is at this time. You don't have to worry, though. Goldman Sachs has suggested to you that everything is going to be okay. Housing is going to increase. And therefore, you will be able to be so, so rich. That's right. Well, that's what they claim anyway. I don't know what's going to occur, but I can certainly tell you that this is a cause for concern. When we see a tightening cycle in a time of slowdown, watch out. All right. That's all for this video. If you found it informative, support the channel by hitting that thumbs up button. It's right down there. Are you subscribed yet? If not, you definitely want to do so. It's right down there as well. And I'll see you on the next one. Take care.